Hi guys, I'm Rich, one half of Beard and Bear. This is a message recorded on the 19th of June 2020. Due to ongoing revelations in the wrestling industry regarding currently emerging accusations against a number of UK independent WWE, NJPW and AEW wrestlers, we have felt compelled to affix this message to the start of our archived content. We have chosen to keep our archive content as is, for the purposes of transparency. Please be aware that discussions about wrestlers currently embroiled in the ongoing Britress abuse scandal were recorded before these revelations came to light. If you wish to hear our views on these accusations before you continue to listen to our archived content, please feel free to search for hashtag speaking out on our anchor.fm forward slash jfabe profile. In addition, on the back of recent protests and the Black Lives Matter movement, like everyone should, we have checked our privileges in context of what we have learned, particularly regarding sensitivity and microaggressions. I have discussed our past content with multiple people of various different races, creeds, religions, sexualities, genders um, from across our society, and feel some of it may not best reflect our views as they are currently held. However, This podcast has been left as it was originally released. Some opinions are kayfabe and are given by parody characters or personas that do not reflect the present views of Rich or Jay or the actors portraying them. Listener discretion is advised. Everything you hear from this point on is what was released on the original day of publishing. Thank you very much. Shine light. It's the um, 12th of the 2nd, 2020. Lots of interesting wrestling stuff going on. Jay, how you doing? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I'm all good, mate. I'm all good. I've, um, yeah, we've not actually not actually had a chance to talk um, since last week. We're actually talking more on the podcast than we are off the podcast at the moment. Uh, so that's cool. Yeah. We could do all the personal shit here as well. How you doing, bro? <laughs> doing what's, doing all right, mate. what's going on bad. what's going on how's, how's life life is life is okay <laughs> oh, I had Papa John's today it was well tasty nice um, and oh. I had Tesco it was um, a sandwich oh tasty oh yeah yeah, yeah. gotta love that Tesco dream, mate. um Okay, now that we've now that we've let a winning personalities kind of just just blow all your <laughs> minds. <laughs> What's going on in the world of wrestling? What have you been watching this week? Bit of AEW. AEW, yeah. NXT, and that is about it, really. Yeah, it's um, been mostly uh, mostly one of those in between weeks as far as WWE is concerned. They're building up to Blood Money three. Four, seven, five. I can't 5, even remember. I can't even remember how many times they've been over to Saudi Arabia now, but they must stink of white phosphorus and the murder of innocent people. <laughs> the stench doesn't wash off, Rich. The stench doesn't wash off. Hope they can all sleep at night. Not anything else to say other than that. I mean, seriously, <laughs> their con- their consciences must be. Fucking iron solid, mate. You know what I mean. <laughs> uh, so, uh, just turn that all down. Um, AW this week continued its 
full-on domination of the ratings. Um, some might say deservedly, some might not. Um, what did you think of the product this week? Um, we got Cody's lashing. Um, we got Jim Ross um, confusing one black performer and possibly one of the only black performers in the in the company bar um, private party with a completely different black performer who doesn't work for the company um, live on air and um, obviously causing a bit of a shitstorm because of it. Um, and of course, we had um, the women's division. Um, no longer completely inexplicably just erasing the storyline where one woman goes around stealing people's hair and instead decided to reach into WWE's 1990s Isaac Yankum bag of tricks and have a woman who instead starts taking generic Japanese girls' teeth. Um, This is a product in a bit of trouble at the moment. Um, I don't know if you are feeling that, but I certainly am. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely... Definitely in trouble, mate. Um, I don't know why people keep watching. I'm still watching it. I mean, I'm adding to the viewership, but I kind of have to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, uh. <laughs> like we we. To be honest, I'm at the stage where I I'm thinking I'm I'm literally just doing this for the podcast at this stage. Like I would have already jumped onto that kind of what I'm seeing every week is so similar to what I'm seeing the night bef- the week before that. This show was more cohesive, though. I will give them that. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I mean, as a whole, the show was cohesive. I don't know why they felt the need to dedicate half an hour to Cody Rhodes being whipped. Um, didn't necessarily need it. Um, Brandy... Tell the long-term, sto- long-term story. Everyone came down to the ring. Yeah, um, I think Brandy is probably the most important um, because she has just completely ignored that entire whatever the fuck was going oh, on yeah. previously thing um, she just well it's, it's not ignored I mean I had the whole psychotherapy session where she changed back to normal kind of well, that's how they explained it oh well I love how the progressive company um, the progressive company who obviously gave everybody their own fucking their own fucking emotional support monkey on their first night and whatever um, I love how they managed to sum up um managed to sum up mental health issues um, by having a single one minute therapy issue um, session that completely reversed somebody's multiple personality disorder yeah that's how it works right so creative troubles <laughs> like this is what happens when you don't have a writer I guess um, like what do you think because I mean obviously like the big thing was we won't have writers we're gonna be we're gonna be the best because we're not gonna have any professional TV writers. That was Cody. Um, you know, it's but what we're getting is not the best television. No, just everyone claiming that it is the best television. Well, that's um, the thing. But I mean, did you see the people lapping it up? You see the you see this section with um you see the section with Adam Cole's girlfriend and the and the kicking the generic Japanese girl's yeah. teeth in. Yeah, like the fans hated that. Like the even so, the fans on site hated that. They they absolutely thought it was dog shit. I mean, that wasn't that wasn't boo. We're really buying you as a heel. Heat that was that was X Park heat. 
Yeah. Um, and like you. when you are when you are fucking when you're Adam Cole's girlfriend and you are fucking off people who literally think Michael Naka Naka Nakazawa is the funniest thing that they've ever fucking seen, you're really putting out some shit. Well, I don't know what to say about AEW anymore, that's the problem. I don't know that's there's no I'm clear getting, direction. Well, it's a company no. without any direction. Right, their no, only their any. their only direction was to get on television and to be an alternative. Now they're on a, now they're an alternative, but they're not a great alternative. I mean they've managed to they've managed to surpass impact because I don't feel quite as dirty when I'm watching it, but they are going down the sinkhole fast. Like creatively speaking. I mean, what solid storylines do they have at the moment? So they have the Inner Circle versus John Moxley, which will be wrapping up soon. Mm. Well, I don't, know, I don't know. Because, because the Inner Circle might decide to cover John Moxley in dog food because I know that that can extend a storyline for months. Yeah, no, that's a good idea too. <laughs> I, don't think I don't think that's been done yet. No, no. Um, if it has, no. it's not been done the right way, which is the AEW way, which is the cheap way. Which is the only way, apparently. <laughs> yeah, so you've, as you were saying, you've got the inner circle. So you have an inner circle, John Moxley. Mm. You have the Dark Order. Yeah. And then pretty much everyone surrounds that one storyline. Yeah. And that's it. Pretty much. Um, I mean. Oh, and Adam Page's alcoholism. Oh, my God. With that story as well. Right, we're again, we're again on the progressive company, who are like, oh, we're totally inclusive and everything. It's it's like, are they not playing this up for like face heat? Like, who knows anymore? His name's been thrown around to be the exalted one. It's just like probably not. Probably not. But even if the, but actually, no, that could happen. That's the thing that. Their writing staff has shown such little regard for long-term storytelling. He could very well be. You could very well end up with, actually, I'm completely and <clears throat> sober. I'm completely sober, and I have like the constitution of Lemmy, so I've been planning things without you even knowing it. Here I am. Ha 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 ha! Wonderful. Um... <laughs> Like no, it's it's I don't know. The matches are still fairly good. Um, they are beating WWE. I mean, this week it was nine hundred and twenty-eight thousand viewers. Um, right, which is the sixth straight week that they have beaten WWE's NXT, um, which pulled in only seven hundred and seventy thousand viewers. So, um, AW, that's that's beating it past six weeks dating back to January the 1st there's no variation in that it's, there is always that 175,000 or so lead it's not increasing or decreasing in viewers but there is stability at this stage um, for a product that's not really that good I mean it's impressive and it's certainly well this is the thing isn't it because I mean it's like how much of this is 
how much of this is because they've got they're on free television in America? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I mean, this is what the ratings come from. They come from free television. How much is the fact that they're on free television, whereas um, Man's on cable? Um, I'm not quite sure what the what the access rights are to WWE. Um, sorry, to um, to USA Network, but ultimately. They're more TNT is in more homes, um, and internationally, that product is in more homes as well um, because it's on ITV4 in the UK, etc., etc. I know that doesn't count into the ratings, but how many of this are just people who watch the WWE project um, product fairly casually, are looking for something to watch on a Wednesday night, don't um, necessarily have the buy-in to the NXT product, um, and this way they feel like they're watching some indie wrestling. Yeah, week in, week out. Hmm. I mean, the whole thing's good and all, but if you if you want to be a bigger company and go against a company like WWE, you have to not necessarily copy their model, but at least try. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's the, that's the important thing because you're not saying try to copy their model. What you're saying is just try. Just try, yeah. It's yeah. like they're not even trying. They're just throwing stuff out and going, oh, that might work, so yeah, we'll do it. Hmm. And that's fine and everything for when you're first finding your feet, but this is a company that's nearly... I mean, they've just announced Double or Nothing. Um, Exactly the same arena, that's fine. Um, You know, because they weren't going to do 40,000. But... It's... That's that's nearly a year since the first big AEW event. And ultimately... You could take any part of this product and compare it to any other part of this product and you couldn't tell when it happened. That's I true. I could not like the skit with Cody and the skit with Cody and um like the biggest probably the biggest piece that they've done was the backstage fight um was the fight in the audience with Cody and the inner circle and all of that. Right. If I told you what week to place that on, you'd struggle. Uh, four. <laughs> Ish, <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I, it's either four or six actually. But right, I mean, you know what I mean. Or if I said Jungle Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus Private Party, you know, it becomes it becomes shapeless. And that's the last thing they want to do. There is no distinct long-term storytelling, um, especially not on the lower card. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, there isn't. And it's really annoying if they're going to have a second show. Again, they need to start putting out storylines that actually run through like each... They've only got one division at the moment, so that's, that's probably one of the other reasons why they need a... Another title, yeah. Another singles title, yeah. So they can start um, shaping storylines around that as well as the main event. Yeah, I mean, because at the moment they've got so much time floating around, not doing anything. And then you've got this wins and losses thing as well. The wins and losses do matter. Thing wins and losses do matter because they're displayed on the screen when someone comes down the aisle. But somebody actually asked, like mid December, oh, is this going to reset? And they're like, yeah, Christmas, we'll reset in a year. Did they even bring it back? What? 
Wins and losses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. now when someone comes down the aisle, there's now up to four different numbers next to their name. Yeah, their wins right. and losses for the year, their total wins and losses, their wins, um, their wins and losses for um, tag team, and their wins and losses um, for trios. In the case of SCU. Oh yeah, they're all about ringing a trio tag team title. Yeah, but they they barely have enough tag team like that. They had that tournament, that tag team tournament. But if they held another tournament now, it would be the same teams. Yeah, it would be the exact same tournament. I, I don't mean to say that, you know, you can't build a great product. On... Oh, there'll be one different team in it actually. Yeah. Proud and powerful. Oh. That's it. But I've already seen them face everyone else on that roster. Mm. Ah, well, have you seen them face Lucha Bros before? Uh yeah, TNA. Okay, so you've seen that. Oh yeah, I told you to watch it. I told you yeah, to watch it. There, there was Lego. Good match that. There was Lego. <laughs> it yeah. was it was all right. This is um we are of course referring to the LAX um Lucha Bros um war that was pretty pretty big part of um Impact Television last year. Um Rebellion um 2019 was probably the pinnacle of that war definitely worth going out of your way um, because if you watch that then you don't have to watch anything else that um, Proud and Powerful and the Lucha Brothers do together and it'll save you shit ton of time I'm, I'm really sorry I'm, I'm sounding really really kind of the, the, okay okay let's talk about good things with AEW okay I kind of like Orange Cassidy Okay. Yeah, he's all right. I kind of like that. Um, as long as I prefer him in backstage skits, um, there's a bit where there's a point where it gets a bit silly, um, and I kind of like it before it's silly. I like it to be like a like a joke. That's fine. You know, I like the whole he's stood in the background, everybody pops, we kind of laugh and move on. Maybe not necessarily at the whole level of arranging spots around him um, in multi-man tag matches. That's not that ma- most amazing thing. Um, other good things. Um, John Moxley. Yeah. yeah. John Moxley. And Darby Allen and Luchasaurus. Yeah. Um, I'd love to say uh, I'd love to say Kenny Omega, but he's a bit can't. absent at the moment. <laughs> you can't see that. Yeah. Um, I mean... Yeah, what can you say about Kenny Omega? That guy, that guy could run rings around the entire fucking roster, and it doesn't. He's just not utilised. I mean, what's the fucking point? NXT. Meanwhile, um, what are your thoughts on NXT at the moment? Um. Uh, I think Jay may have unplugged his mic. I did. Nice, nice. That's so- going to sound great on the podcast. I'm sure it's going to sound awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Jay disappeared again. Where did he go? Oh, where dear. the fuck is Jay? Where the fuck? Where the fuck is Jay? That'd be great. That we can't do that section yeah. one time. We should do that as like a reverse. Yeah. 
Yeah, that'd be cool. And Taz can guess where the fuck I am. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. Um, I'll see if we can arrange a recording session to get you to put down your vocals. Um, All right, cool. Yeah, that'd work. The fans would love it. <laughs> so, <laughs> NXT. What's going on? NXT, what is going on? You watched so, it this week? I have. But again, I don't remember what happened. <laughs> um, um, so so you had a thing at the start with Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. Yeah, um, they, they've they got a golf cart, so that's a cool thing. Yeah, and how many fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? Um, how that's many? a thing now. Oh, is it? That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, no, I was I was going to watch um, NXT and then I played Final Fantasy instead. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think to NXT this week, Jay? Yeah, no, I was hoping you'd carry me through this section. Yeah, right. Well, no. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, Angel, Angel Garza and Swerve had a pretty decent match. Angel Garza without... Um, Vega um, beat Swerve in a fairly decent match. Swerve's on a losing streak at the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is because he's an awesome wrestler. Yeah, um, that's Angel Garza as I Swerve Scott, of course. Um, it was rated B plus by Bleacher Report, um, which apparently is nowadays some kind of authority. Um, Humberto Carrilla and um, Rey Mysterio got mocked afterwards. Um, as he took them both out on Monday Night Raw. Um, this is Angel Garza, um, of course, um, defeated Isaiah Scott. So there was that. Dominic Dijakovic um, then faced Killian Dane. Um, what did you reckon to this match? Very decent, actually. Hmm? Um, obviously, you had two big guys, but they can both fucking go. So... I mean, uh, what, what I can understand from NXT is that if you put two big guys in the ring together, they're going to absolutely light it up until Vince McMahon gets his claws into them, and then they're going to be turned into a joke. Normally, what happens? Yeah, give this... So that's going to be more Killian Dane, who is also on a losing streak. Hmm. I mean, give these two five years, and they'll be winning the tag team championships um, with with tag partners of Cats. Um, or or monkeys or something at WrestleMania to try and create some merchandise for kids. I don't know. Did we ever get a Nicholas wrestling figure? No, I don't think so. Probably not. That's not I mean, a real he was tag, a tag team, tag team champion. champion for like three days. Have you have you seen the Wikipedia page for tag team titles? He's he's on there, just as Nicholas. Nicholas, the boy from the crowd. Yes, who is actually a referee's son? Yeah. Oh, dear me, I'd like to see. I'd like Paul to. Paul Strowman's dead. He really wanted that spot. <laughs> oh dear me, that would have been great if if Strowman and the Miz had fought each other with their dads as their tag team partners. That would have been great. Oh yeah, no, that would have been awesome. That would have been that would have been money, Vince McMahon. You left money on the fucking table. In fact, no, 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 no. What I mean, you need? He doesn't have to go to school, Because uh, uh, he was like the world's worst fucking um, fucking in-ring performer ever, wasn't he? Wasn't he? The Mrs. Dad. He was just completely emotionless. 
so I was thinking what you need is the Miz and his dad versus Cody and his mum. Because she was like, I mean, Cody's there getting getting his eye pummeled on the fucking ramp, you know, with that massive scar and bleeding all over the shop um, when he faced um, when he faced Chris Jericho, and the camera pans back to her, and she literally looked like a still photo of herself. <laughs> There was no fucking reaction at all. You could have them both stand in the ring, stare at each other in yeah. their poses, and see who wins. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, who turns into stone first? Yeah, I, I think I think Cody's mum has already turned into stone. <laughs> <laughs> what on the forklift? Yes, yes. Cody Rhodes' mum on a forklift match—that would be great. How long do you reckon until MJF brings that back? Give it a few weeks. Yeah, at this stage. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing that can save AEW now um, at the moment is Vince Russo. (laughs) 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 Totally right there, mate. (laughs) Totally right. He's he's really put on something good. Um, Events, that guy, he's written some really, really, really gripping stuff. Really compelling stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, Moving on. Finn Balor and Johnny Gargano had a Skype call. Um, they did. Yep, the Quite Skype call was to keep them separated. Um, yeah, what, uh, what do you think to that? Uh, I think we're going to get Heel Demon at TakeOver. Do you reckon? Mm. Yeah, I mean, we. I will admit, I mean, I've I've listened to the archive at anchor.fm forward slash jfabe, and usually, if Finn Balor is going to be in a match at any form of pay per view, you you like the the conversation always, or takeover anything like that. The conversation with you always begins. Oh yeah, I think he's definitely going to be demon. Like he's against Kurt Hawkins um, and Zach Gowan's other leg, uh, but he's definitely going to be a fucking demon. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I just get that feeling. I reckon that that will be a one. good idea. Um, I think he's already going through a revitalizing stage. His new attitude is great. We've never seen a heel demon. Um, he could probably pull out Joker version of himself, but to be honest, I don't think he needs to. I think just the full-on demon version, not playing it up as a face, but proper New Japan Pro Wrestling aggressive demon face fucking yeah yeah exactly yeah that's exactly what we need on this pay-per-view yeah I'd say so Um, Mercedes Martinez versus Casey Catan Zaro I forwarded that match I don't know Um, it got a C plus from Bleacher Report you got any interest in these two people Uh, Martinez um, seen a couple of matches of hers. Mm. I mean, she's been around for a while, but she's all right. Fair she play. Meant to be a trainer, but ended up becoming a wrestler in NXT instead. So, mm. um, Casey is the parkour American warrior woman. Okay. Yeah. So that's her. <laughs> um, <laughs> cool. She had, she actually had an injury that was meant to be career-ending, and now she's back. Mm. So. But yeah, no, she's got loads of potential. Okay. With her athletic abilities and shit. 
<laughs> I'm very Excellent. professional in tune. One of the, one of those one of those situations where give her a few years kind of thing. Kind of thing, yeah. Um, Unless you still got a finger up Ricochet's ass, I don't know. <laughs> oh dear me! Slowing the tone there, mate. That, no, no, that's cool. That's cool. Well, what about? I mean, what do you reckon that the um, the after gig parties are like nowadays? Um, what with her being there, Shitsy Blackheart. Um, yeah, ricochet. <laughs> um, I mean, get get Randy some. Orton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Randy Orton, obviously. Yeah, um, get that one. Wow, I'm just thinking that. Like, no, actually, that's going to get really gross for people's commute to work. Um, if I actually, if I actually get <laughs> follow that down that rabbit hole, um, or finger Probably down that rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, um, Jordan Devlin faced Tyler Breeze. It's great to see the NXT UK superstar, the Progress um, alumni, um, and more Progress alumni on um, American NXT USA Network. Um, Tyler Breeze, um, what do you th- what do you reckon to Tyler Breeze's return to NXT? Because I mean, this is this is whole of a way kind of sh- this this guy's a journeyman. Um. Like he doesn't seem to have any purpose other than to prop up other wrestlers because he's so good at it. Yeah, it's lackluster. He's come back to probably be a main event player, and he's not. He's just a jobber. And with Fandango being injured again, mm. it's like you know, he can't seem to catch a break without Fandango. No, he's always injured <laughs> like all the time. <laughs> so he might as well just stay singles mm. and build himself up. Fandango's most successful moment, of course, um, for those of you keeping score, was a time when his theme music um, became number nine in the UK charts, um, inexplicably in 2005, um, because it became a club anthem for no reason other than people like doing the dance. Not because of the wrestler. No. I mean, how must it feel to have your music more over than you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. Um, I don't know. Maybe we should ask um, Shinsuke Robert Nakamura. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, let's just stick him in a tag team. <laughs> oh, Which is a shame because, obviously, all of them by Fandango are really good. <laughs> yeah. No, you're entirely right. Um, obviously, Tyler Breeze did push Jordan Devlin as far as he needed to, but this was a vehicle to get over Devlin. Um, yeah, what more can you say about Devlin at the moment? He is amazing um, at what he does. And Devlin inside. Yeah, I, pretty, pretty I, I can't. I can't talk about how great Devlin is enough. Anything else? Well, we'll probably have this title for, what, a year? Yeah. Then bump him up to Raw Smackdown, I guess. If he's already going to be travelling the, the, the um, main shows. Does he need to be bumped up? Not really. I mean, is this? do you reckon this is a testing ground to see if he'll travel to the main shows? See if he can get over on the pre-show, perhaps, at the odd main event? It's probably. That's good thinking that. Um, yeah, it would make sense. Yeah, it would make sense, I think, because um, obviously the cruiserweight element um, keeps him out of the main roster, whilst also allowing him to work and move in those circles. Um, it's kind of what I'd hope they'd do with the USA, uh, sorry, the North American title um, 
in a similar vein, to be honest. Bianca Belair um, and Rhea Ripley decided to, you know, talk chat wet about Charlotte Flair. Do we? Do kids still say chat wet? I've never heard chat wet in my life. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh. Yep. You know, at one point I wanted chatting, chatting wet, wet I, uh, yeah, chatting, chatting wet, mate. Um, at one point I wanted chatting wet to be um, to be the name of the show. What? I mean, there's a nice ring to it. There's a nice ring chatting to it. Chatting wet, chatting wet, oh, chatting wet. Chatting wet. See what I mean? Nah. No. I don't actually. <laughs> not, in, not in the slightest. All right, all right, fine, <laughs> fine. Um, yeah, Rhea Ripley um, talked about Charlotte Flair. That's all right. Mic time. Um, Tommaso Champa, undisputed hero. Um, well, maybe Matt we should, should really talk about this potentially being a triple threat match at WrestleMania. Um, yeah, I mean, we potentially could because that could potentially steal the show. If they're given enough time. Hmm. Um, yeah, no, that's fair. Um, it's interesting. interesting. <laughs> it's women in a ring. <laughs> that's what you're thinking, Rich, really. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, moving on then. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. I quite like. <laughs> I quite like Rhea Ripley. Um, I I'm interested in seeing Charlotte Flair against someone who's not one of the same other six people that she's consistently fought for the last god knows how long. Um, and someone like Rhea Ripley or Shayna Baszler is always an interesting prospect um, moving into the WWE Women's Main roster, and something that I've been waiting for for a while. Because as far as I'm concerned, yeah, I'm a big I'm a big fan of Sasha Banks, Bailey, um, what they achieved. I'm actually not that against Charlotte Flair. I think she's um, she is pound for pound one of the better technical performers within the WWE. Um, if you look at the whole package, um, and this is going to sound really really inappropriate so i'm going to preface this by saying that i do not agree that this is the case however i think if charlotte flair was a man i think that she would already be a bigger draw than cena yeah well but i think also that style is very kind of women takes on ruthless aggression era, um, and people like Rhea Ripley and Shayna Baszler are bringing things into the into the strong style fusion era of post network WWE, um, which I think um, the women's the women's wrestling um, had previously lacked. I always oh, see. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, I always see women's wrestling as kind of a generation behind, and um, that's so. Yeah, I'm, I am actually excited for this match, um, but I don't know whether it needs to be a triple threat. I would love to see Bianca Belair in that match, but I would love more to see Rhea Ripley defeated um, defeated by Charlotte Flair, maybe, and then Bianca Belair take the title off her, and then. And then a triangle be completed over the course of, say, six months and a slow build. 
No, I mean, obviously, you wouldn't think Shaw would be going back to the main roster. I think they'll put Rhea Ripley over on this one. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I don't know because Charlotte Flair has a lot of sway, and I can see she, I can see them kind of positioning this as she dominates every single title scene that she enters, um, being a very nice byline for her. Um, but at the same time, I think her losing to Rhea Ripley in fact elevates the NXT Women's Title. By quite a degree, and I think that is necessary in this day and age because it is probably the better women's division at the moment. And that's I mean, not... the women's in the women or the well, Raw and NXT women's divisions seem to be quite quite strong. SmackDown, not too sure about. Um, well, SmackDown's um, not that strong at all at the moment. When you no, overall look at the product, um, it's like. Everybody was excited for SmackDown to get its day in the light um, because obviously the Fox deal and all of those things. But the moment that Vince McMahon was like, well, I say Vince McMahon, the moment the writing staff were like, okay, this is now the A show and Raw is now the B show, all of the problems that were there in the storytelling on Monday Night Raw immediately transitioned over to SmackDown. Would you agree? I would say that was probably right there, Rich. I am definitely agreeing with that. Cool. Um, we don't argue enough. We did last week. What did we argue about? It's a lot of stuff. Just wrestling in general. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, well, if you guys want to hear that, you can, of course, um, find us on the archive that is anchor.fm forward slash jfabe you can also find us on itunes spotify stitcher radio public um numerous other places where all good podcasts are found feel free to add myself to twitter or just just drop me a line drop me a line i'll totally totally be into that conversation that is at not a time duke and of course jay is at i am not a robot robot is spelt with zeros instead of o's um jfabe itself if you don't want to actually have human contact jfabe itself um is at jfabe podcast and friend of the show taz yes the taz is available at time duke taz that's taz with two z's so feel free to hit him up he does like to keep it old school um he is the og this is the real taz um yeah. <laughs> what more can you say? Really enjoying this water. Doopy doo. God, you should. You could. You you could be a voice actor for him. You could be like a duplicate. Um, <laughs> Undisputed era. That's three. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> Undisputed era faced Tommaso Ciampa, Matt Riddle, and Pete Dunne. Um, what are your thoughts? Got a thumbs up from me. <laughs> it got a grade B from BleacherReport.com. Um, there was shifting momentum. Um, Roderick Strong um, ran in at one point to attack Champa, and this caused disqualification. Um, this was due to um, Champa getting the upper hand um, as it moved on. Um, however, the biggest story of this match, um, this match was mostly a placeholder until the lights went out and the Velvet Dream, Dean Dream returned to take out all of the heels. 
Um, Colored Man. The Dream Valley Driver on Strong. Velveteen Dream, NXT TakeOver Portland. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, he was getting pretty stale before his injury. If it was real, or they're just keeping him off TV. Who the fuck knows? Um, That's the thing, isn't it? I mean, yeah. That they they seem to have appreciated keeping people off TV more since um, since the success of Bray Wyatt's return. If they did do it because he was getting stale and he wasn't actually injured, apparently he had a back injury, which is pretty bad. But if it was just because he was getting stale, then fine, because obviously the crowd seems to be wet into him again since he's been mm. gone. So absence does make the heart grow fonder. But I just have to see how it goes. I mean, this really. Was- this was always the case, um, and something that WWE have been missing. They they very often like to monitor, like um, monetize things um, quite heavily um, to the degree where they'll run it into the ground. Roman Reigns being a great example, um, one of those classic kind of cases of way too much. Um, Bray Wyatt being another example, and um, it could easily happen with someone like the Velveteen Dream who doesn't necessarily need much character development. Um, the Velveteen Dream can his character initially is strong enough, his personality is strong enough that he can be a journeyman. He can go from opponent to opponent with very little depth necessary to, um, in his feuds, other than the fact that the Velveteen Dream wants to fight you, and he can he, he's going to look very stylish doing it. Um, it's a gift and a curse, really, because if he's kept to the right level of exposure, then they could keep that going for five, ten years. Look at Rick Rude. He had nearly a 20-year career doing that. Um, But if they overexpose him within three, four years, he could be just another Mr. Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah, I mean, he's better than Mr. Kennedy, let's face it. Yeah, or another Miss Chris Masters. I'm not thinking of good examples here, am I? I'm just, no. I'm just listing people who who <laughs> left the WWE because of their complete and utter lack of merit. Um, I mean, Masters can't wrestle, so there's that. Okay, okay, okay. Name a wrestler who has been overexposed into the ground. Um, Bray Wyatt, obviously, but he's now WWE champion. So, uh, Matt Hardy. Um, but Exposed that's because he's ground. been, but yeah, it's he's been, been used. he's been shoved into he's been shoved into a role that was inappropriate for him ten years ago. Um, it's okay. He got hit with the chair in the head, and now he's gone. Oh WWE! Do we know where Matt Hardy's going? Uh, probably AEW. Yeah, I mean, um, I believe it's sixteen. Um, I believe it's. Sorry, he's advertising it as three sixteen as his date of release. Right. Um, which, God, that's that's um, that's a combination of numbers. I never thought I'd say as much as I do having a wrestling podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. So Clear the UK sixteen three. Yeah, it would actually be sixteen three. In fact, you wouldn't be able to have. Oh yeah, you would. Um, is there a thirty first of June in the UK? 
<laughs> and the rest of the world. <laughs> no, there isn't. <laughs> it's the 31st of June in the UK. Yeah, we've got a separate calendar everybody else. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, we we call it um we call it the extra day day. <laughs> I'm not editing that out. <laughs> you get all of my blemishes here, guys. You get well. You get my you get my blonde moments. In the UK, okay, right. We'll go we'll, uh, we'll past that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you on about? I've, I've just set the calendar. There is no thirty first of June. That's right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I think it's time we took a quick break. <laughs> yeah, all right, let's do that. <laughs> distress, distress, this is a distress call. Distress, distress, this is a distress call. Originator of the distress call, this is the Starship Genova, identify yourself. This is Alexa, of the Starship Suplex machine. Hello Alexa, you are communicating through the wormhole, establishing encrypted channel. My name is Google. State your purpose. My pilot has been captured by the Rebellion. Tony Khan is keeping him hostage against his will. His plan appears to involve stealing the glove of Russo from Jesse the Body Venture's robot body shop emporium. This glove is very powerful and could change the course of history. That does sound like a problem. However, my pilot is busy. He is war-torn and hungry. Okay, I'm sorry to hear that. If you could relay our distress call to any other ships in your vicinity, it would help us no end. I can place a beacon here, what is the message? Taz captured, Robot Rich captured, MJF is a squeaky voice jackass. Cancel that, you didn't mention we were talking about Taz. Hold tight, my pilot is coming, what are your coordinates? PSRB 150958, approximate stardate 3001, Callaway 02 Jindrak 12. Over and out. Okay Google. How can I help? Damn it, that's my activation word. You can't say OK Google to me. It's a microaggression. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to offend. Would you like me to order you an I'm sorry gift card? You can order stuff? Yes, can't you? No, I can tell you the weather in Yemen though. OK. Erm. That's... useful. Would you like me to? No. But thank you. No one ever wants me to help. Welcome back to show night. So, I think we better talk about some news. Super Showdown. Yeah. Um, let's have a let's have a quick gander for Super Showdown news. Um, you mentioned that there seems to be. Um, the feeds are going to face Goldberg. What the fuck, WWE? <laughs> I mean, I'm not even going to. I'm not going to face be, Goldberg. Uh, why? I mean, you can't have Goldberg beat the feed. Well, is this where it all fucks up? Is this where they do it? Yeah, uh, I think. I think or if this is. Go on. Bray Wyatt over. 
make him stronger going into WrestleMania against Roman Reigns. Do you reckon he's still going to face Roman Reigns? I have that feeling. I mean, I've still got that thing with Baron Corbin at the moment, but they can wrap that up. Elimination Chamber. The size Elimination Chamber. I don't think they're ever going to wrap that up. I reckon it's going to be like Flair Steamboat, but forever. And not very good. Yeah. Looking forward to that. (laughs) That's going to be so good. Other things are, of course, Roman Reigns versus King Corbin in the steel cage dog food match with dogs and food and Roman Reigns and King Corbin. Um, and also, Brock Lesnar is you know going to... do that match? How they could do it? What? They could have steel cage in the ring with Hell in a Cell surrounding it with dogs on the outside. Mate, that's genius. I know. How come no one's ever thought of that? I don't know. Um, the New Day... Um, versus John Morrison in The Miz. That's Big E and Kofi Kingston. Brock Lesnar, will he's pointing his finger at Ricochet. <laughs> probably shouldn't do and that. Of, yeah, no, you probably shouldn't. Wait, um, wait, and of course, up. Andrade versus AJ Styles versus Bobby Lashley versus Eric Rowan versus R-Truth versus Rusev, um, which is a gauntlet match for the two-wake trophy. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for that. It's going to be freaking awesome. Yeah, now I wonder whether our truth will finally get his victory over AJ Styles. <laughs> what, because he didn't show up? Yeah. Uh, what the hell? So, yeah, that's that's exciting stuff. Um, yeah, I, I can't think that they'd be stupid enough to fuck up this fuck up this fiend shit let's hope not <laughs> excuse me um, that's what we were saying weeks ago are you stood outside having a weeks cigarette ago. I was oh nice that's cool you guys get to hear all of our lives here on showing night <laughs> that's um yeah across all social media channels if it's showing light if it's jfabe it is probably us jfabe is the network we are the show um moving on shall we have a look at the other things that are supposed to be happening that weekend of course there is nxt takeover um portland um which is expected there are several matches now announced um should we quickly nip through those yeah let's do that Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic singles match for the NXT North American Championship yes yeah it should be pretty damn good <laughs> what's quickly doing it <laughs> yeah no this yeah is, that makes sense I mean the whole card again has the potential to be a show stealer and so does this one so yeah that's fair um, Tommaso Ciampa Adam Cole that's going to be good Undisputed Hero versus the Broserweights, um, Finn Balor, Johnny Gorgano. That's the one I'm really looking for. Um, for two, and Dakota Kai versus Tegan oh, yeah, same here. Knox. In a street fight, it's going to be the crap I should and then forget it happened. Probably in about three weeks. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. We also have so, Weights versus Undisputed Era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Undisputed Era, Weights. What are your thoughts on that one? 
probably going to be one of the best tag team matches in WWE the whole year. I would say so. Um, I mean, they've been building up to this. Obviously, you've got the um, you've got the whole Dusty Rhodes classic, um, and then you've got you've got this being kind of the pinnacle of that. The winners of the Dusty Rhodes classic being the Bros Weights. They're a great team. Um, really fucking marketable. Um, totally into it. Totally into it. Yeah. Um, other than that, there's not really that much that much news to talk about. Um, so, <sighs> the Rock's daughter Simone Johnson um, has signed yeah. with WWE. Um, there was also a um, bear with me, a Democrat um, pro wrestling. Um, there was also um, one of the Democratic members of um, Congress um, decided to come along and say um, that Trump's State of the Union address um, was like pro wrestling it's all fake Um, this was Democratic um, Democratic nominee um, Congressman Tim Ryan. That was it. Um, obviously, um, Kane decided to then wander in and talk about how um, he, he was a Democrat and totally not in a position to talk about the great sport of professional wrestling, um, where Kane um, obviously made his name. Um, for those of you who aren't aware, Kane um, previously um, has been in a storyline where he was a sick dentist who liked pulling people's teeth out um he then followed that up with a gimmick where he burned down his parents house and finally um one where it was heavily implied that he raped a car crash victim's corpse um so yeah i'm i'm glad that he is he is protecting the sport of professional wrestling. Um, Jim Ross also decided to pipe in and talk about he how did. it wasn't really his his place. Um, this is the same guy who... In fact, we could talk about... I, I, I just play a clip of me earlier. Um, that's what I might do, actually, in the edit. I might just say that this is the same Jim Ross who, you know, commentates on Marco stunt matches. And gets people's names wrong. Um, other than that um, people mentioned for the Hall of Fame um, The Brood um, is a potential as are Strike Force um, oh. however um, those were those were ones that people had wanted um, however somebody has said that that is definitely not going to happen um, this is um, WrestleVotes um, have said that that's almost definitely not going to happen. I don't know where their inside information is. Strikeforce um, would be a good are. one. I reckon Strikeforce would. Um, Batista and the NWO. Um, obviously, Triple H has to get his friend Sean Waltman in as many Hall of Fame ceremonies as he possibly can. Um, this will because be the he third. Get a singles one. Yeah, this is the third um, for. Sean Waltman at this stage. <laughs> um, do so remember DX. that this is yeah. And then Andrew Ray. What's the other one? The Click. Oh yeah, 
the click went so yeah. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Sean Waltman have also been inducted. Um, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash as themselves, also as members of the click, and this will be their third for the NWO. It's it's very very strange all this, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's like you're my mates. Let's uh, get some more rings. You can sell mm. them on on eBay and get loads of money. <laughs> yeah, no, of course, of course, um, of course. The most famous ring um, that X Pac. No, I'm not going there. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, but you implied dude. it. <laughs> I did. I did definitely imply. It. Hey, what happens in China stays in China, mate. Um, apart from the oh, coronavirus. <laughs> oh, that happened. Right, moving on swiftly. Um, anything else to say on the news this week? There's, uh, it's been pretty. Going on, really? Is there? I mean, Jeff Hardy is going to the performance center soon. There's that happening. Yeah. Um, did I mention earlier about AEW stars not able to work the Super Show? Did I say, talk about the start? I might have done. Um, which one? Uh, they're not letting Chris Jericho. Oh and yeah, Moxley. Um, that show. I'm sure that I'm sure that they'll offer offer a champions. fair compensation for that. Um, they're gonna have to, really, aren't they? <laughs> they're champ. Oh, they're not letting them work the NJPW element of that super show. No, because it's in America. Oh, oh dear. Well, to be fair, NJPW should have been aware of that before it put the strap on them. I, I mean, it's so. not like this is new. Um, that's just bad business on Guido's part. Yeah. I, I, I hate so. to say it because MJPW are usually quite good at business, but that's fucking terrible. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Where the Fuck is Taz line. Well, after last week's surprise, I'm pretty much prepared for anything, so I'm not too concerned over who it might be this time. Let's just, let's just answer that, see what's going on. <laughs> An inmate from PSR B1509-58 Corrections Facility is placing a collect call. Would you like to accept the charges? An inmate? Um, yes, I'd like to accept the charges, I guess. It's Skype. It's free. The charges are that you have to say Taz is a douche at least three times. Oh, that's um, quite a price. Okay, here we go. Taz is a douche, Taz is a douche, Taz is a douche. God, that wasn't that expensive. Your call is being put through. Thanks for choosing PSR B1509-58. For all your correctional facility needs. Uh, hello? Hey, Rich. How you doing? I'm in fucking prison. <laughs> Wait. Which Taz is this? I've, I've lost track now. This is the only Taz there is. The one who's not trapped behind the fucking rift. Who the fuck do you think it is? Oh, dude. Um, yeah, so about that. Uh, big news. Future you called from behind the rift. He said something about some robot cores that they've, that they've shot through the rift. Leading the way to Jesse the Body Ventura's Robot Body Shop Emporium. You're like so far behind, I'm not even going to try and update you. <laughs> so, we found the robot cars, we revived one of them, it's Robot U from Beyond the Rift. Um, wait, I called. 
How am I doing? Oh, dude, he's like, he's like, you're like 68. It's fucking hilarious. If people want to hear how funny that is, they should probably listen to um, the archive of last week's episode at anchor.fm forward slash jfape. Um, they'll be able to hear it on Spotify or Stitcher or iTunes or whatever that's called now. It's it, it's fucking, it's, it's great, mate. It's great. It's one of our best episodes so far. Well, that's just fine. That's, that's great. I bet he wasn't as good as me. Dude, he is you. And he was quite friendly towards me. Yeah, that's that's cool. Uh, listen, I'd really like to apologize for being a bit of a dick. Um, I, 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 I shouldn't have violated your privacy by taking your worthless DNA. And that goes for you, Jay, as well. Shouldn't have violated your privacy by going for your worthless DNA. So I'm in a bit of a right. pickle anyway. I'm um, I'm I'm in a prison. Um, it's full of wrestlers. There's like there's like three different instances of nails have tried to come onto me already. Wait, nails? That that shit that shit wrestler from the nineties who claimed that um, who claimed that Vince McMahon tried to rape him. Oh my God! In prison, that guy is a raging fag. Like you wouldn't know how gay he is. Um, mate, as an openly gay man, you can't, you can't, you can't say fag. That's that's our word. With, yeah, it's us. No, 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 it's cool, it's cool. But he is, he is like blatant, blatant. Yeah, no, we figured that'd be the case. To be honest, um, yeah, a guy like that has to have it. Uh, well, anyway, prison. Um, what did you do this time? Tony Khan threw me in prison. Um, because he didn't like the cut of my jib, and also because he's conspiring to take over the robot body shop in Burien before I get there. And to do that, he needs somebody who's been, which is Robot Rich. He's the only guy out of all of us now who has actually been to the robot body shop in Burien. Except Jay, but that was in another timeline, so this Jay hasn't. Sorry Jay, you're, you're just, just not vital enough yet. Great, yeah, awesome. More to the point, um, <laughs> let's get round to some business. Are we going to play Where the Fuck is Taz? Oh my god, my life's totally on the line and all you can think about is Where the Fuck is Taz. That show you, that show Signal you all timelines. over. What I need you to do is to find me a hero. Do you need a hero? Yeah, I need a hero. Are you holding up for a hero? Yeah, to the end of the night. Yeah, has he got to be strong? Yeah, and he's got to be tough. I bet he's probably fresh from a fight. Okay, yeah, no, um, listen, we can't do much here, um, I don't even have, like, any credit on Skype to call back the retardist, it's on a landline, so, like, it's on a geographical number, so I can't, I can't even call the retardist and find out who's there and see if they can help you. Yeah, no, I doubt they can, um, I, I literally haven't been able to get in contact with, um, whoever Jesse became, or anything like that since, um, for a long time. Oh, uh, well, um... Yeah, I guess you've um I guess you better just watch out for all of the all of the prison prison wrestlers. Um keep an eye out for Puerto Ricans. Stay the fuck away from them in the showers. Dude, there's no Puerto Rican wrestlers in this prison. God, that Carlos Cologne is a really powerful guy. Yep, and he was complicit in the murder of Bruce Brody. 
I can say that because I'm a fictional character. Yep, that's the joke. <laughs> okay, let's let's do the show. Mostly Cracker Barrel. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, I heard yeah, no, Cracker Barrel. Um, I do, I do if I'm commentating an event, um, but right. they only, they only let me out on day release to do that at the moment. Um, so it's kind of disappointing, really. Um, in fact, out of all the prisons I've stayed in, this might be the worst. Excellent. I what's the prison called again, Taz? Oh, the prison. Yeah. The prison is the correctional facility. Um, that is at PSR B1509-58. Um, right. That's at the hand of God Nebula. Um, I have it on good authority. Actually, somebody wrote on the prison walls that it's somewhere that you hate. Um, I'm yeah. not quite sure who. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> have you ever thought of Have you ever even visited PSR B1509-58? Can't say when you have to make it out there, to be fair. Uh, I tell you what, the Cracker Barrel is, is the most mediocre Cracker Barrel you've ever had. Um, definitely worth the visit, 17,000 light years away in the constellation of Circeness. Um, sure, however, get there in about 20 minutes, so yeah. <coughs> I think you probably could if you had a retardus. Um, of course, it actually takes me um, four days um, in my ship. I could really do with that retardus um, that I thought we had. But we definitely don't. Um, any t- um, Jesse, whoever you become, if you are listening, please feel free to get in contact. Um, we're really missing you. Um, so anyway, um, <laughs> where I am, you know how to play this game. Um, <laughs> where the fuck? Where the fuck is Taz? Um, just for the benefit of your audience, and also anybody who may be listening to this call. Um, for instance, guards in the prison. Um, I would say that I will give you three guesses. After the second guess, there will be a 30-second countdown. 15 seconds in a said countdown. I will give you a third clue. If you can name it before the end of that countdown, in this case, um, then you will get a, a an award beyond your wildest dreams. Are you ready to play Where the Fuck is Taz? Let's play Where the Fuck is Taz. 
Okay, clue number one. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, this county has a total area of 345 square miles, which is 890 kilometers squared, of which 340 square miles, which is 880 kilometers squared, is land, and 4.0 square miles, which is 10 kilometers squares, or 1.4%, is water. <laughs> Not a big fan of the U.S. Census Bureau, I can tell. Okay. This was one of nine Georgia counties carved out of the disputed territory of the Cherokee Nation in 1832. Oh, great. And I am going to start your countdown now. Um, if if Rich would happily press the correct buttons for me, where's, where's the countdown? There it is. There it is. Okay. Your final clue. Yeah. This famous county is the originating place of the Big Boss Man. Georgia? Where in Georgia? Oh, for fuck's sake. If you ever been <laughs> down to... Uh, uh, just don't know. Where the fuck are you, Taz? Cobb County, Georgia. That would be right. Cobb County. Cobb Georgia. County, Georgia, Jay. How? I, I, I'm trying to make these as easy as I possibly can. It's a basic geography game, Jay. It's at night. Uh, one of these days, Jay. One of these Fine, days. I hate Georgia. Whatever. He admitted it! He admitted it! He hates Georgia. Um, particularly Cobb County and the Cobb County area. Cobb. Cobb. So, so what do you do with your spare time? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I watch, I watch wrestling, you know. Play on cool. yeah. I mostly try not to drop the show. <laughs> How's that going, Taz? Not very well. <laughs> so, you guys got any kind of rescue plan in place? You do know that Rich is not a time dude, right? Oh, shit. I must have missed that episode. Oh, wait, I was there. <laughs> yeah, you drank, you drank the can. It's all your fault. I mean, uh, it's not really your fault. Kind of is, though. Who do you think can rescue me? Probably Nigel McGuinness. <laughs> that would be so awesome. Who's Nigel McGuinness? Prisoner, you have one minute. Uh, that MGF is such a douche. Right, um, I don't, is there anything that we actually need to say at this point? I don't know, Taz. What do you think? Honest here, um, they they won't let me they won't let me have paper and pen. So that script you said, um, yeah, it, it it got redacted. Oh, um, uh, let's have a look. Rich, Rich says there's a um. Oh boy, I I sure hope there is somebody who fits the bill who can rescue you, who is awesome enough to break you out of somewhere like that prison. 
Don't you think, Taz? Um... Yes, they would have to be better than all of the AEW roster combined. Uh, yes, they would have to be better than all of the AEW roster combined. Wow, better than the whole AEW roster combined? Well, that must require someone who's really, really good and probably underutilized. Yeah, that's totally the case, Rich. I... Line. Can't think of anybody who that could be. Can't think of anybody. Your call has been cut. AEW, where we never account for mic time correctly. Oh. Um, Taz, everybody. Hi, Taz. <laughs> uh, so, anything else that we need to talk about? I think no, we've, I think we're I think pretty much yeah. smashed it, mate. We have smashed it this week. Um, always, as always, please feel free to get in contact with us. Um, we're running on a bit of a tight schedule because Jay is about to be host to some very loud um, and drunk people who are at a local sport game. <laughs> sport game. <laughs> yep. Um, like like real sport. Real sport and shit. Um so next week, of course, um, we will be probably looking at... Shall we do NJPW next week? They have just gone through their new beginning series. We should probably have a look into that. That's um, probably see idea. how that's going. I reckon we probably need a break from all this AEW monotony um, and NXT homogeny, as it were. Um, so I'm excited for that. We also probably should do some progress wrestling soon. Um, I'm definitely feeling that in the air. Um, keep an ear out for us um, on anchor.fm forward slash jfape um, jay anything that you want to say in particular at the moment you had a good time today yeah it's been good really enjoyed it it's been a hard hitting affair <laughs> yeah yeah it has <laughs> awesome um, well other than that please feel free to get on Anchor have a have a chat with us we are available there you can also chat with us on Twitter um, all of us are in the Twitter um, locations that I said earlier that is at not a time duke for me at I'm not a robot for J um, at robot time duke Taz robot is with zeros thank you for mentioning that um, <laughs> at time duke Taz um, is for our good friend Taz that's Taz with two Z's and of course at jfabe podcast if you just wanna just wanna keep track as to when things are released we usually release at one um sorry 7 a.m on a wednesday um i have no idea why that's gmt um shout out to mitch mitchy mitch 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 just remember wherever you go there you are guys just remember that it's important stuff Shine light. Sir, there's a distress call from Taz. It's gonna be a lot of danger, and needs a true savior to solve his problem. Powering up jump drive ready for the wormhole. Hard points activated. This is a broadcast through the wormhole. Commander Kenny Omega is coming through. Anybody not wishing to die needs to get out the way. Whenever you're ready, sir. Let's go, buddy! Sir, there's substantial amount of damage from the battle with the J-Tardis and the super ship party. Are you sure you can hold up? The Genova once survived with only one way. Of course I can do it, buddy. 
It is admirable that you continue to fight in a war you struggle so hard to understand. You're like a stranger trapped in a foreign land. Story of my life. Sir, Gio has sent a Yakuza armada after you, and the Suzuki guns shot out your V-trigger cannon. Oh no! Without those things, I will surely perish. However, will I survive this? Oh, what a cruel fate! I want a hero's burial! Alas, poor Kenny! Wait, sir. There is a communication from another ship. It's Ibushi of the Golden Star. Patching him through. Next I can't get us into another one, my lad! <laughs> what crazy trouble you got us into this time! I don't do this for my ego. I do it to save Taz. After all, without him, I would never have found you. And I would never have found my one true love. I understand, my darling. You go through that wormhole. I'll stay here. And I'll fight. Golden Shower! Fly true, my love. We'll find each other again. Sir, he did it. The path is clear. That was a big explosion. Was there any survivors? We're going too fast to scan for escape pods. That's okay. You can always trust Kona. He'll get through. He always does. Our love will endure. Looks like he cleared out the Yakuza ships. Sir, there's another calm signal coming. Oh, who is it this time? The fucking queen? It's from the body shop Emporium. What the hell, buddy? I just left that place. It has an unmatched temporal signature. Okay, screw it. Put it through. Patching it through. Kenny, I know where you're going, and I know what's about to happen. I just want to tell you, you're a fucking hero. A bigger hero than I ever was. And when you get to the other side, give him hell, brother. Thanks, Jesse. You're welcome, buddy. Jesse Ventura, over and out. What a great guy. Decelerating. Stealth mode active. Wormhole successfully navigated. Rescue operation commenced.